This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. I have been wearing glasses since I was about seven years old, even though now I do wear contacts. And during this year, I have delayed getting my eyes checked and refilling my prescription. But you know it's time to go to the doctor when things start getting blurry and out of focus. And that's, that's what I'm working with right about now. And that reminds me of a time when I was living in West Virginia and I was on my way home one evening. It wasn't even dark. And I saw something coming towards me on the side of the road. And I thought, what in the world is that? That's an awfully big dog over there. And as I got closer, I could see it wasn't a dog. But then I thought, what is that? Is that a man walking over there? No, it wasn't a man. And as I kept driving forward and closer, I realized, oh, shoot. That's a bear. <laughs> anyway, it has nothing to do with anything. Let's talk about blurry vision. Anyway, uh, all this cloudy, unclear vision has made me think about some stories in the Bible. Because the more I read the Bible and the more I get to know God, I realize that he does not see things at all the way we see them. So let me give you a few stories that hopefully will encourage you. Um, Do you remember the story of Lazarus in John chapter 11? Lazarus got sick and his sister sent word to Jesus to come and heal him. And Jesus waited two whole days before he even decided to go. And when he finally did decide to go, he told the disciples, let's go to Judea. And the disciples said, Lord, you know, they're trying to kill you in Judea. We definitely don't need to go back there. But Jesus said, our friend Lazarus is sleeping. And I need to go there and wake him up. Now, I'm again, <laughs> I'm sure the disciples are thinking, is something wrong with him? We just told him they're trying to kill him over there. You mean to tell me we're going all the way to Judea just to wake Lazarus up? And there's somebody there who can wake him up? And that's when the Lord told him, listen, Lazarus is dead. Now, it's not that the Lord was delusional. He just saw the entire scenario differently. And by the time he got there, Lazarus was dead, dead. In fact, he was dead for like four days. And his sister ran out to him and said, Lord, if you had been here, our brother would not have died. Still, he was unfazed, even in the face of death, because he was quite clear about how the story was going to end. And then there's Mark chapter 4, when they were in the boat and they got caught in a storm. The wind was so fierce and the waves were crashing into the boat, filling it up with water. And Jesus was in the back of the boat on a cushion asleep. They ran to him, woke him up and said, Master, don't you care that we're about to die? And what did Jesus do? He woke up, he rebuked the wind and the sea and said, Peace be still. And the entire atmosphere shifted and became calm. And then he said to them, how could you be so afraid? Again, it was not that the Lord denied that the storm arose. He just didn't see it 
as anything at all to be worried or afraid about. He fully understood that the winds and the waves were subject to his word and to his command. And in times like we're living in today, we definitely need to be standing against the spirits of war and death and division that are going on around us, but we do not need to be afraid. There is nothing that can come against us that is greater than who is in us and with us. In 2 Kings chapter 6, the king of Aram was annoyed because the Lord kept telling the prophet Elisha his secrets. So he sent his whole army to capture him. And Elisha's servant was up early in the morning and he saw that there was a whole army that surrounded them and the whole city. And he ran to Elisha and said, what are we going to do? Elijah said, no worries. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And I'm sure the servant is looking around at him. They're standing there alone and he's saying, who do you think is with us? And Elijah prayed an interesting prayer. He didn't say, Lord, send us some help. What he prayed was, Lord, open his eyes so he can see. And that's when the servant's eyes were open and he saw what Elijah saw. The mountains surrounding them were filled with horses and chariots of fire. So in other words, if something did happen, if something did jump off and somebody did try to attack, it wasn't going to be a problem. We need to have that kind of peace and confidence in the God that we serve. And I'm not saying that we never will or never should have any kind of difficulties, challenges, or opposition. What I am saying is no matter what comes against us, even if it looks entirely hopeless, the armies of heaven are fighting for us. Even in the midst of dire circumstances and raging storms, the master and commander of the winds and the waves lives in us, dwells in us, and rests within us. And even in the face of death itself, the one who dwells within me, the one who dwells within you, overcame that last enemy of death on the cross. And even death itself for a Christian is swallowed up in victory because on the other side is eternity with the Lord forever. In Luke chapter 2, there's a story about a really devout man called Simeon. And he was promised that he would not die until he had seen the Messiah. And Mary and Joseph brought Jesus into the temple at 40 days old. Jesus was a 40-day-old baby. Simeon took that drooling, pooping baby in his arms and he said, I am ready to die in peace. My eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord. How in the world did he look at that little baby and know that he had seen the Messiah? We need to know and recognize the God that we serve just like that so that we can fiercely and confidently live in boldness and live in peace. We need to be able to see him and see his hand in every situation that's going on around us, even the ones we don't understand. So I want to encourage you, start praying this prayer now. Lord, help me to see people the way that you see them and love them the way that you love them. 
Help me to see situations the way that you see them and feel about them the way that you feel. And help me to see you in all things and at all times so I can rest in the knowledge that greater are you within me than anything that comes against me in this world. When that becomes our reality, when that becomes our truth, I'm telling you, family, that's when, with no effort at all, we will start living boldly, and we'll do that out loud.